You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play, and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all, looking to bring it open. He's got it! Lazard! Gonna go! Touchdown! Rodgers snaps it quick, scrambles to his right, pumps and runs, and Rodgers is inside the pylon! Allen has time. Intercepted! Sauce Gardner's got it, breaking away. Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And it is time to answer your mailbag questions. And so for that, we bring in our friend who is the editor over at JetNation.com, Mr. Glenn Naughton. Glenn, what's up, brother? Hey, I'm uh, fresh off of watching uh, Flight 23, which was, listen, it was nice. But it was vi- it was a video recap of the offseason. I'm looking forward to the behind the scenes draft process war room stuff that we'll see in the coming weeks. Doing good, Scott. How are you? I am quite well, Glenn. The weather is starting to get better and better. We're getting closer and closer to summer. Training camp is around the corner. And we got a lot of Jets questions to answer. We'll start with Scotter T. He asks, what's an acceptable margin of victory week three over the Patriots? Double digits has to be the bare minimum, right? Listen, whatever. As long as they win, that's all that matters. Although, I get what you're saying. It would be nice to break that streak in really impressive fashion and make Bill Belichick cry. Especially since, of course, as we know, looks like the Patriots purposely traded down with the Steelers to try and sandbag the Jets in the draft. Yet another in a series of petty moves for Bill Belichick as it pertains to the Jets. The Patriots seem to be on the way down. The Jets seem to be on the way up. You'd like to see the Jets sweep the season series and start strong with a big victory week number three. I agree with you. It'd be nice to see them really kick the Patriots' butt, but as long as they win, I don't really care. 
Yeah, main thing is get the win, especially given how long the Patriots have have dominated the Jets. It's like let let's get a win and start turning this thing around. But it it is a fair point. I mean, if you're if you're taking the Patriots late in the fourth quarter at three to three with Zach Wilson at quarterback, and you you upgrade to Aaron Rodgers. Um, and listen, both teams are better and different and all that stuff. I get it. But yeah, I, I would I would hope that uh, if the Jets play to their uh, if the Jets play clean and execute, they should be able to handle the Patriots quite easily and and double digits shouldn't be out of the question. Next question comes in from Sean Stalker. He asks, Scott, question for you. Are you more excited about the debut of Aaron Rodgers against the Bills on Monday Night Football or the return of Raylan Givens and Justified this summer? This is a tough question for me to answer because I'm really anticipating both with equal fervor. Now, obviously, I'm going to be more into the Jets if they start to win and all of that than anything else, right? But I do love Justified. I'm really happy that they're coming back. However, I will say this as it pertains to Justified. It's a little disappointing that some of the key characters from the original are not going to be in this one. Now, as far as I know, Timothy Oliphant, of course, is returning as Raylan Givens. We're going to see the return of Walton Goggins as Boyd Crowder. It sounds like Jerry Burns is going to come back as Wynn Duffy, so that's good. As far as the rest, however, it looks like a lot of these characters may not be back. They're going to be bringing in a whole lot of new people. I'm going to miss Nick Searcy as Art. I'm going to miss Raymond J. Barry as Raylan's dad. I'm going to miss a lot of these guys. I'm really going to miss Erica Tazel, though, as Rachel. I love Erica Tazel. Anybody that has listened to this show has heard Chris Nimbley, The Very Big Deal, and I discuss how we would battle each other to the death to get Erica Tazel. So you know how much I like her. Doesn't sound like she's going to be a part of this unless I missed it. So I'm very excited for both. I guess because my true passion in life is the Jets. As much as I love Justified, I go with the Jets. Of course, also part of it, the cast is a little bit lacking with this return, but I am very much looking forward to both. Justified comes first in the summer, so that'll be a nice lead into Jets football. Glenn, I don't think we've ever talked about this. Have you watched Justified? I've I've been Googling Justified since you started answering this question. Um, until three minutes ago, I'd never heard of it, but the, uh, the synopsis here is pretty interesting. It looks like it is on Prime Video, so... Uh, I think I got a new. We actually, the wife and I just finished watching uh, what was it called, The Night Agent, um, which was a mini series, um, which we just wrapped up tonight and said we need something new, so we might take a look at this. Uh, the Night Agent, by the way, very good. Uh, mm-hmm. One one season, ten episode type deal, almost almost reminiscent of Twenty Four. A lot of like you know inner workings, White House assassination attempts, stuff like that. Uh, really good show, but I am I am now going to check out Justified. You are really going to like it. I can't wait to get your reactions once you really dive in. So many fascinating characters and storylines, but the Raylan and Boyd storyline that continues throughout the entirety of the show is obviously what drives it. You'll see that, but I think you're really going to like it. I will say that I haven't had a whole lot of time to be watching shows lately, but I will absolutely make time for the new Justified without question. Next question comes in from MOAM. He asks, how concerned should Jets fans be with the wide receiver room? Seems like the team is one Garrett Wilson sprained ankle away from a very mid-unit. What are your thoughts on the room? Well, to be fair, honestly, most teams, if they lose their best receiver, are going to have a mid-unit. That's just the way it is. That said, we've talked about this before, Glenn. We've talked about it on 
This show, we've talked about it on Jet Nation Radio. I've said it many times, and I'll say it again. DeAndre Hopkins, reportedly available. It's been reported by Albert Breer that Arizona would likely be willing to settle for some late-round picks. You could free up plenty of money by getting rid of guys like Ashton Davis, Bryce Hall, Corey Davis. That would be enough to pay for DeAndre Hopkins. If you were to get DeAndre Hopkins and plug him in here and have Garrett Wilson, DeAndre Hopkins, Alan Lazard, Miko Hardman, Randall Cobb, all of a sudden now you go from a very middle-of-the-pack wide receiver room with Corey Davis and Alan Lazard battling it out to be the number two receiver to a top 10 and maybe even top five wide receiver room overall. And that is huge because think about what that would mean if Brees Hall gets going running the ball. If you have him and he's cooking and you have Aaron Rodgers in the passing game cooking and you have that defense, which you could argue is top five, but it's definitely top 10. You could have two top 10 units theoretically and DeAndre Hopkins is the player that could probably make that happen of the realistic options that are available. So I think right now they have a, quote, very mid-unit, even with Garrett Wilson. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with it. But I think your co-host, Dylan Terriman, on Jet Nation Radio, Glenn, said that Mike Clay of ESPN had the Jets wide receiver room ranked at about 14th. It sounds about right. I'd say they're about average, maybe slightly above. You throw DeAndre Hopkins in there in place of Corey Davis, and now that's a receiving group that is somewhere in the 5 to 10 range instead of closer to 15, and that makes an enormous difference. So I wouldn't say you should be concerned about the wide receiver room, but I definitely think that the Jets can and should try to upgrade it. Yeah, it's like we said on on our show earlier and, and before we recorded tonight talking about the receiver situation. I think a lot of fans are much higher on the room than they should be. And it's not, again, that's not saying it's a bad room. But I, I look at it that, you know, the perfect example we were just talking earlier about, you know, when the Jets go into play New England, you know what's going to happen. You know Bill Belichick is going to take his number two corner and his safety and they're going to double Garrett Wilson all day and then he's going to go man up on the other guys because they don't have that that game-breaking guy who, who you know, strikes the fear into to opposing defensive coordinators. And uh, you bring in a guy like DeAndre Hopkins, that, that completely changes everything. And he's, he is available, you know, or by all accounts. So will the Jets explore it? I don't know. Is the wide receiver room bad? No, listen, we've seen bad. We've seen atrocious and you know, not, we don't have to go back very far to when Robbie Anderson was the best receiver on the team for crying out loud. So is the receiver, is the receiver room good? Yes, but definitely room for improvement. And, and as you said, any team loses their number one, they're going to, they're going to be, they're, they're going to see a significant downgrade. And that's where the Jets are with, with their group and Garrett Wilson. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Say My Name. If he asks, do you think the Seahawks have a shot this year of getting the double rookie of the year like the Jets did last year with their two top picks being a corner and a wide receiver? Yeah, it's certainly possible that it could be Jackson Smith and Jigba and Devin Weatherspoon. However, right now, I would say that you'd have to favor one of the quarterbacks winning Rookie of the Year, probably Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, since those two guys very likely will play from day one. If you have a rookie quarterback who is good his first year, that guy automatically becomes the odds-on favor to win. Although, if there was going to be an offensive player that's not a quarterback, Jackson Smith and Jigba would be in the mix. But also remember, two premier running backs who are going to get a lot of touches in Jameer Gibbs, who will go to the Lions, and Bijan Robinson, who goes to the Falcons. So it'll be a tough field for Jackson Smith the Jigba. And on the defensive side of the ball, Weatherspoon definitely could get it. However, you usually tend to favor the guys that produce big-time numbers as far as sacks and pressures and all of that. As of right now, I'm inclined to believe that Will Anderson is the heavy favorite. Sauce was a rarity. Not only did he win as a cornerback, but he did it without putting up crazy interception numbers. It's not usually the type of player that wins a rookie of the year. I don't know that it happens again. It's not impossible, but I would probably favor somebody like Will Anderson right now. Yeah, I think um, I think it is it is tough, and and as you mentioned, and we said it last year in talking about whether or not Sauce would win it, it is really tough because they love guys that put up sacks. When you're talking about Rookie of the Year uh, candidates, I think that you know, for me, I, I think a guy like Tyree Wilson, if I had a if I had a gamble on a guy right now, but Will Anderson is right up there as well, and I think Bijan Robinson, it, it would take uh you know a, a, an injury or something along those lines. I think for him not to win it in Atlanta, he's just a phenomenal talent. They have a lot of offensive weapons on that team, so they're going to be able to kind of take the heat off of him, but give him a ton of carries. I know that they have another, you know, they, they they've got another back there who they can rely on in Algiers, but I think that I think he's going to see the lion's share of the carries, and he's just such a good player that I would expect him to win it. But that's not to say that those Seattle guys aren't good. Listen, you and I both said that Jackson Smith and Jigba was the guy 
we wanted the Jets to take. Obviously, they didn't, but uh, but Seattle did get themselves a couple of really good players early on. Next question comes in from Gus Toon. He asks, are there any players you're hoping hit the waiver wire that the Jets might pick up? I haven't looked specifically at guys that are rumored to be getting cut after June 1st or during training camp. The only name that sticks out to me, just because I saw a report the other day, is Akilo Weatherspoon, the cornerback from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember, he came from the 49ers. Familiarity with Robert Sala would be pretty good depth at corner. Glenn, you and I have talked about this before. We like the guys that start for the Jets, but they are an injury away from being hosed at the position. All due respect to Brandon Eccles. He's okay. He's not a guy that you really want starting significant numbers of games. Weatherspoon might be the insurance that they're looking for there if they can get him on the cheap. Again, knows the system, familiar with Salah, a lot of starting experience. So he might be a guy that I'd be looking at if I were the Jets. It sounds like it's all but certain he's going to hit the waiver wire at some point. So that would be a good one. Yeah, it's funny you say that because as we were having these conversations, I was logging in and I, I just pulled up like the Texans roster. I'm looking at like bad teams who might be willing to move a player if they're not expecting to contend. So not even from a waiver wire standpoint, I was thinking more trades, but it, for me, it's way too early. To, you got to look and see, you know, who's making what, which teams are close to the cap and, and might have a guy who's overpaid that they could cut ties with. So, you know, obviously any receiver that can give them a chance to improve that room. And as, as we've said, the, that, that depth at corner or that lack thereof, um, and I know most teams are in that same boat, but I, I would love to see the Jets bring in a body um, who could be a you know a competitive player. I, I think um, I think when when we last discussed this, I had I had a, a brain fart there and said Patrick Peterson um, was a free agent, which obviously he's not. But uh, what I who I meant was Marcus Peters, who I believe is still out there. I haven't looked since uh, since we last had that discussion. But a guy like him, again, not a great player, but a veteran who has played at a high level, and I think would be a better option as a, as a you know as a backup than what the Jets have on the roster right now. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He asks, looking back at the draft, should the Jets have just traded the 13th pick in what was considered a weak draft? And maybe get back 45 from the Packers. They then would have had 42, 43, and 45. They would have kept next year's one. And if they did that, which players would you have selected at 42 and 45? It's a tough call because you don't know what you're getting in next year's draft. And also the idea is that if you believe that Aaron Rodgers is going to come in here and make a big difference, the pick next year would be significantly lower. And this year you get the pick to hopefully help you right now. Of course, the fact that they got Will McDonald, who I do think will help right now, but isn't going to be a guy that will necessarily be a huge needle mover year one, takes a little bit out of that, but still that would be the general idea. If the Jets had been picking 42, 43, and 45, this is an interesting question. I was going back and looking at some of the guys that were available. If I had three picks in that range, I might have been tempted to move up a little bit and grab a weapon or somebody that I thought could help on the offensive line. So I might have been tempted to move up a few spots and get somebody like Steve Avila or maybe a tight end like Sam Laporta or perhaps Michael Mayer from Notre Dame, who I think could have come in and contributed right away. But if I wasn't trading up, I might have been tempted to move down a little bit, pick up some extra picks because they had lost their third round pick in that deal for Elijah Moore. I'll tell you one thing, though. I definitely 
would have strongly considered. Now, the Jets wouldn't have because they've been spinning this whole tale about how they really believe in Zach Wilson and Zach Wilson's going to make this comeback. But if I had three second-round picks, I would have strongly considered using one of them or trading down a little bit and then using that pick that I traded down to get to grab Hendon Hooker. Because at that point, if you have a guy that you see as a potential first-round talent who's sitting there because he's hurt and a little bit older... And you've got Aaron Rodgers, and you know that Hooker can sit, he can develop, he can heal up from his injury, and he can learn the offense, and then maybe in a year or two jump in after Rodgers is gone. That would have been a worthwhile move at that point. I don't think the Jets would have done it because they keep trying to say that they believe in Zach Wilson and they think that he's eventually going to be the guy. I'm not so sure about that. I think it's a real long shot at most. But I absolutely would have considered doing that if I was sitting there with three second-round picks at 42, 43, and 45. Yeah, for me, 42, 43, 45, I, I would have – Tipman would have been one of those two or one of those three. Um, you know, so, some names that I really liked who were still on the board at that point. You know, I, I think we've all – We've all talked about Osiris Torrance. You know, do you double up with interior offensive line? Maybe not, but a guy who would have been really high on my list, Keanu Benton, who we discussed a little bit on our show uh, out of Wisconsin, the D lineman. And everybody knows about my my obsession with Dan Henley, who ended up going in the third round. If I knew I didn't have a three and I still had those guys or those picks, that's a guy I would have looked at. And if not Henley, then maybe a Drew Sanders. Like, just get faster, more athletic at linebacker with a guy I like Sanders because you know he played he played at Alabama before he transferred to Arkansas he played the edge there did a fantastic job played a little bit safety and linebacker just a super athletic guy who gets to the ball um actually went went one pick before the guy you mentioned there Scott and uh Hendon Hooker but those are some of the names you know if receiver because we talked about one JSN if he was off the board well he would have been off the board maybe a Marvin Mims who ended up going to Denver at 63 uh a guy who I thought ran much faster at the Combine that I expected, but a player I did like going into the draft uh, even before he he blazed that. Uh, you know, I, I believe he ran a sub four four. Next question, also from Michael Christopher. Why does it seem like AFC East teams pick up players from other AFC East teams like the Dolphins? Should the Jets have tried to trade Cedric Abuhe since the Dolphins picked him up the day after the Jets cut him? With a good roster, should Joe Douglas be making calls on all players he's going to cut to try and get something? I'm sure he is trying to get something for these guys. It's just you're not always going to get something for everybody. As far as teams picking up players from other teams in the division, these are guys that are all pretty solid depth pieces. Cedric Abuhe showed that he can be a decent player last year for the Jets. And then Mike White, obviously, we know what the story is there. He's the hometown kid. He played fairly well when he was able to get into the games the last two years for the Jets. And obviously, there's a familiarity there when you're playing against the guy two times a year. It gives you a different perspective on him. You see things up close in person that you don't necessarily just see from watching the tape. So that's probably part of it as well. Yeah, that was that was the first thing that came to mind for me was the familiarity aspect. You know, when you're scouting these teams twice a year, you're seeing these guys a lot more than you're than you're seeing guys on other teams basically and you're a lot more familiar with what they can do you you have a good idea of what they've done against division opponents so it kind of it gives you a, a snapshot of you know how does this guy perform against the Patriots and in, in, in what you're asking him to do things of that nature I mean Abue, listen they cut him but they they only signed him a couple weeks ago so he's been out there as a free agent all this time and nobody brought him in so I don't think there was you know a ton of interest if Miami could have had him for free a few weeks ago so the chances of anyone giving up a pick for a guy who was on the street 
two, three weeks ago, um, I, I don't think that was a, a realistic opportunity. That's going to wrap up part one of the weekend mailbag. Make sure that you check out everything that Glenn is doing at JetNation.com. Check out everything that we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from down under, Luke Grant, has some awesome All-22 breakdowns on our channel, including the newest Jet, Al Woods, the run stuffer from Seattle. Plus, he's also got a bunch of the newest draft picks that the Jets brought into the fold in the 2023 NFL Draft. So watch our videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.